TCU men's and women's basketball get it done in the Big 12 tournament tonight, and we are introduced to postseason Chuck O'Bannon. Huge game from Chuck. Break it all down next on Lockdown Hardrock. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Horn Frogs. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Great time to do it uh, in the middle of March Madness. I am your host, Stephen Simcox. TCU men's and women's basketball, they move on uh, to. The men move on to the semifinals. Ladies move on to the quarterfinals with victories tonight. We'll talk about the men's game first as they take down Kansas State by a final score of 80-69. to TCU gets it done in impressive fashion. And this morning, or I guess this afternoon, 80-67 to was the final score, excuse me. This afternoon, I said uh, that I thought TCU had a good opportunity to win the Big 12 tournament. This was – a chance for them to put a few good games together, to have some good mojo stepping into the NCAA tournament next week. And f- through the first five minutes of that game, I felt really stupid because they got they got down 11-2. to two. Uh, They didn't look crisp on offense. It looked like a lot of the issues they've had lately in the half court, turning the ball over, not hitting shots. Uh, but Chuck O'Bannon hit a three to cut it to 11-5. to five. And that was sort of a theme of the day, the day for TCU. They shot the three ball really well. Ended up shooting 44% from three, 11 of 25. Um, Chuck O'Bannon had a great night. He was four of seven from three, had 22 points. Mike Miles also had 22 points. He had a really efficient night scoring the basketball. But we've, we've said this at times this year. When they shoot the ball well, when this team shoots the basketball well, especially from deep, they are so tough to beat because they have athleticism. They can get up and down the floor. They are committed to playing defense. You know, they'll get after you on that side of the ball. And so, I mean, you, you see it. When they're hitting open shots, it's a different unit. Now, can they count on that consistently? I still have my doubts even with what they did tonight because they just haven't done it consistently all year. We, we saw it when they – beat Kansas, right? You know, we, we've seen flashes of it at times. I feel like early in Big 12 play, they sort of made up for it by getting up and down the floor in transition. As the year has gone on, the Big 12 teams have sort of figured out a way to mitigate that by hanging back a little bit. I'll be interested to see what happens in the NCAA tournament for teams that haven't gotten a good look at TCU throughout the year, at least in live action. Obviously, they have film like everybody else does. Uh, but tonight was a night where they put it together in a big way on offense. Now, there were still issues late in the game scoring, and part of that was uh, Mike Miles goes down with a knee injury with about seven minutes left, and he left the game temporarily, came back, you know, fought through it for a little bit, ends up sort of subbing himself out when it seemed like the game was in hand. But it put Damian Ball in a situation where he was running the offense from the top of the key. And, I mean, they do this. And tonight, I guess I can't really criticize it too much because maybe Mike's knee situation played into it. But there's just so much iso ball late in the game with with these guards. And I'd love to see some more movement on some of these sets. But overall, no, no real complaints. 
after that rough start, did a great job. I thought the defense, the energy level was great. They were swarming. Really, once they got past that first media timeout, they were able to, to get after it. And um, I thought this would be a big test tonight, or we would sort of see, okay, where is this team at mentally? After a rough week, you get blown up by Oklahoma, Eddie Lampkin leaves the team. How do you respond? And I thought they came out focused. Now, again, didn't get off to a good start, but after that, were swarming defensively, played a really good game there, um, and held Kansas State's two best players to a rough night. I mean, Keontae Johnson had 14 points in 31 minutes, but he fouled out about midway through the second half. That was 6-12 to 12 from the field. Uh, Marcus Newell had one of his worst shooting games in a while, only 11 points, one of nine from three. It's easy. You did a good job making life tough on him, doubling him. And actually, the Kansas State offense started to get going when he was kicking it out to guys who were open for three because of the attention that TCU was giving him on that end of the floor. But uh, Micah Peavy did a nice job on him. Chuck O'Banna did a really good job defensively and rebounding. Uh, they they didn't seem to miss that inside presence tonight. You know, Xavier Court gave him some good minutes. Emmanuel Miller, not his best night shooting the basketball, only seven points. But you could tell he was kind of leading the charge from an energy and effort standpoint for this group and, and finding a way to set the tone. So impressive win. They'll now play Texas in the semifinals tomorrow night at 830. Of course, they beat the Horns a couple weeks ago on a Tuesday night in Fort Worth, and it was a pretty ugly game offensively, but they're able to do it. Texas won tonight against Oklahoma State, and, it, you know, they like to play at a slow pace. They're they're not there to, to get up and down the floor and play a ton of possessions. They want to bleed the clock. They want to get after you on the defensive side of the ball. So two good defensive teams. The other semifinal on the other side of the bracket will be Kansas-Iowa State. I think I said when I was recording today that it looked like Baylor was going to win the basketball game, and then Iowa State went on a crazy run um, in, in the second half of that game to win it. But a lot of encouraging things tonight. You saw Mike Miles get back into a groove scoring the basketball. Um, and then a huge key here, and this is this is what happened last year in the tournament too, or in the postseason as they started to get down there. Chuck O'Bannon started shooting the ball well, and it spaced the floor, and it gave TCU a lot more options on offense. It didn't allow teams to just pack the paint and key on and what key on what they were doing inside. Jahade Wells had some good minutes. He only had six points, but they were sort of key points in a moment there in the first half to extend that run. K-State cut that lead to four. They cut that lead to two early in the second half. TCU was dealing with foul trouble. Um, I think the Wildcats were in the penalty with eight minutes to go in the game. They're in the double bonus with like six minutes to go in the game. But they hung in there and got the job done. Big time response from this TCU basketball team. I want to talk in a minute here about um, what what the big conundrum is now because what's Mike Miles' health like, right? And what does this mean for him over the next few days, the next day, or the next couple of days if they end up continuing to win these games? Because you got to be really careful about what you do with him moving forward. We'll talk about that in a minute. Before we do that, though, I do want to mention FanDuel. FanDuel official betting, official betting partner, excuse me, of the NBA. Also, it's conference title week. Conference title week, I think, is one of the more underrated weeks in sports. You got basketball on all day. This afternoon, I was watching St. John's and Marquette. It's just wall-to-wall hoops. It's fantastic. And FanDuel is here for you as, you know, they're a great option 
to make bets on all these games. They have an app that is safe, secure, and easy to use. They also, uh, if you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, you can take advantage of their no sweat first bet deal where if you, if you put as little as $5 down on a wage, you can get up to $1,000 in bonus bets. So some huge deals going on right now at FanDuel. You can bet on money lines, uh, parlays, prop bets, whatever it is. If you want to sort of dip your toe in that world, or if you know what you're doing, you know how to navigate it and you're ready to get after it, fanduel.com slash locked on. Take advantage of that opportunity today. They are an official sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right. So I, I mentioned this. Mike Miles goes goes down with a knee injury. It's hobbled briefly, comes back in the game and ends up subbing himself out. And so I'm fascinated by how they're going to handle this over the next 24 hours. Of course, they'll get in the locker room, assess what's going on, have a better idea of what the prognosis is. But this is tricky because how much do you really have to gain from you know winning a game Friday and a game Saturday? Obviously, the first thing is a Big 12 championship trophy, which would be huge. I think it would be huge for this program. This is not a blue blood of college basketball. This is not a team that get chances like this often. And I think also it would just be big. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. From a mentality standpoint, you had a rough time getting here. And so if you can win a few games, if you can win a title potentially um, in Kansas City, then even though you're not getting a ton of rest for your guys before you have to play potentially on a Thursday or a Friday next week, I think from a mental standpoint, it would be a big boost for this group because of what they've gone through lately. And it would just give them some good momentum and good mojo um, going into the postseason. It's been such an up and down year for this basketball team. I think that's significant. But from a seeding perspective, I really don't know how much more you can do. I think they're probably a five or a six. If you win the whole thing, you potentially get bumped up to a four. Um, but even with how respected and how revered the Big 12 is from a basketball standpoint, I'm just not sure how much more you can actually go up over the next few days. And so much of that also depends on are there any teams that steal a bit? Are there teams, you know, that are do, – do we see some of these conference tournaments go chalk where you have teams that had really good seasons and are one and two seeds in these conference tournaments winning at the power five level, because then you're not going to have as much movement up or down um, depending on what goes down the next few days from, from TCU's side of it. If there's any chance that he can re-aggravate this thing, or there's not hundred percent, I feel like you have to err on the side of caution and sit him as frustrating as that could be, especially against a team like Texas that plays so well defensively and makes life tough on you. And it's going to be really hard. It's going to be a tough ask to get this team to score at a high level against this Texas team the long-term implications here are significant. And so um, 
I, I trust this coaching staff. I trust this training staff to figure out the best, the best thing to do, but it's a tough thing to weigh here because for all the momentum that you could get and gain by winning a couple games over the next few days, um, if he goes down at any point, then all that is suddenly negated because you're looking at a totally different situation and totally different prognosis moving forward. But um, I don't even know, like, if they'll – I'm not sure what kind of test they'll run. It didn't seem like it was anything structural. Um, but I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Hopefully he just banged his knee with somebody else and maybe some ice and some rest um, will get him right for tomorrow. But uh, Texas at 8.30 – Tomorrow evening should be a fun one for the TCU men as they play for a chance to go to the Big 12 title game. And the other side of that bracket again will be uh, Kansas and Iowa State. Kansas was without Bill Self today. He's dealing with an undisclosed illness. I would imagine he's probably not there tomorrow too, but I don't know. I'm not sure how that's going to play out over the next few days. Um, on the women's side, TCU women, they come in as a 10 seed. Only chance for them to make the tournament, make the postseason is to win the whole thing. Uh, which is a really tough ask because they have to win four games in four days. However, they did win tonight. They knock off Kansas, who beat them pretty soundly um, a few days ago. They win 57-52. to 52. Um, Bella Cravens with a really nice night. She had nine points and 14 rebounds, uh, so almost a double-double there. TCU's defense was outstanding. I watched a lot of this game tonight. You know, Kansas kept staying in it. Um, keeping it close, but every time the Frogs needed a stop, they got it, and eventually were able to hit some shots and some free throws down the stretch to get it done. So really nice effort by them. Lucy Abba had 10 points. Uh, Tommy Taibo had 13. Emily Fisher with nine. A really balanced scoring night for the Frogs. But, uh, yeah, it's super exciting they're able to get that done and extend their season for at least one more day. Reagan Peebley, who will be stepping down at the end of the year, she'll get to coach. One more night. They play Oklahoma, who is the number two team in the Big 12. Um, and that's going to be a really tough task. Oklahoma can score in bunches. So I feel like keeping them um, under 60 or 70 points can be nearly impossible. Going to have to have more of the offensive effort from TCU tomorrow. But this is part of the fun of conference tournaments. As you see stories like this from time to time, you sort of have to take it one day at a time and one game at a time, even though it's so cliche. But excited for the TCU women that they're able to get it done tonight. And let's see if they can go on a run over the next few days. You know, crazy things happen in these postseason tournaments. And they're obviously really motivated. But nice win over a Kansas team that's also was sort of fighting for their tournament life. And they're able to get it done and get a victory 57 to 52. We'll come back and wrap things up after this on Locked on Horn Frogs. So, yeah, men play at 830 tonight. Women will play at 5 o'clock against Oklahoma and TCU baseball. They'll get going. Um, against San Diego, 6.30 first pitch uh, on Friday evening. And Kendall Rogers had an update on TCU. They'll be without some bullpen pieces. So um, starting rotation will be important this weekend. Uh, sources, TCU baseball will be without several arms this weekend against San Diego. Garrett Wright um, through a bullpen and should return next week. Luke Savage also dealing with shoulder soreness. And Luis Rodriguez tweaked back or out this weekend, but expected to be back next week. So um, a lot of a lot of injuries there. Garrett Wright hasn't pitched in a while. I don't think he's pitched since that opening series against Missouri. Obviously, Luke Savage is always the first guy out of the pen on Friday night. And then Luis Rodriguez has been a really nice um, pitcher for them lately. So we'll see some other guys get opportunities. 
hopefully Ryan Vanderhei and Cam Brown and potentially Cole Klecker can go deep into these games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they won't have to worry so much about the bullpen arms. But missing some pieces this weekend, TC Baseball trying to get healthy. Conference play starts next week in Oklahoma. So it's coming up fast. Got to keep those guys healthy for the, uh, the stretch run in the beginning of a long conference season. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Good luck to the Frogs tonight. This is Locked on Horn Frogs.